Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, AKA Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. But I have to say, I've been thinking about my own protection. It scares me to this way. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do it. What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do it. Who needs a heart when the heart can be broken? What's love but a sweet old-fashioned notion? Hello, everybody. What's love got to do with it? Love has got to do with everything, in my opinion. Maybe Tina and I will have to agree (laughs) to disagree, but yes, welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I am Kate Flick, and... This is Spiritual Karaoke. This is the song that came into my awareness when I sat down to record this episode. And looking at the lyrics, of course, I've never really thought about these lyrics before. Great tune, by the way. Great tune. Um, Yeah, this whole song is about, I think, someone, two lovers, um, two people maybe embarking on a relationship, but Tina is telling this person that this is going to be a relationship based purely on the physical, on attraction. It's got nothing to do with love. What's love but a secondhand emotion? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? So this person has obviously, sounds like, been in love before. They've been hurt, and I think their walls are up, and they are just going to be engaging in maybe some of these more surface level relationships or just engage in relationships for the physical part of it. And they don't want to go deep. They don't want to let down their guard. So I don't know. We will see how this message from this song unfolds during the episode. Maybe this is for you. Maybe you are looking for a partner or maybe you're already in a relationship and maybe you're realizing that you came together due to physical attraction. Actually, what's coming through is limerence. <laughs> I, I used to teach some of my students in uh, my family living class. We talk about datings and datings. We talk about dating and theories of attraction. And we talked about limerence. And there are different definitions of limerence and different kind of theories around limerence. But in a nutshell, when you're experiencing limerence, you are having these obsessive almost thoughts like you're it's like infatuation, but really amplified infatuation where you are just obsessively 
longing, lusting for a certain individual, you kind of miss their red flags, you see them as being perfect, putting them up on a pedestal. If you are someone who would have these crushes, you know, in junior high or high school, that you just took forever to get over, like you had crushes for long periods of time and you obsessively thought about the person and they kind of took over a piece of your brain because you're always just aware of what they're doing and thinking of them, that can be a sign of limerence. And I've actually read a few articles that have suggested that limerence can be kind of a side effect or symptom of childhood trauma. I've also seen that it could be linked to OCD or some other mental health conditions or even ADHD. But yeah, I'm not sure why limerence is coming up. She doesn't really say anything in the song. It's just coming into my awareness um, about limerence. But for for what is coming through for me right now, maybe it's a message for someone that the relationship that you're in now maybe was brought together by either infatuation or limerence. And maybe now you're starting to realize that it is lacking the depth that you wish to have in a relationship. It's lacking the emotional availability that you wish to have. And you know what? This can even be in a friend relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. A theme that just keeps coming through in the records is relationships. I feel like a lot of relationships are changing right now. And I don't want to trigger anybody or scare anybody, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of relationships ending because people are changing. And what I'm hearing right now is like there are two different timelines. Okay. There are two different timelines occurring. And if you are listening to this podcast, um, I would assume that you're choosing the higher timeline and you're choosing the Ascension timeline. And some people that we are in relationship with may not choose the same path. They may not choose the Ascension path. And that is okay. We all have free will. And it is important that we respect everyone's free will. You can't drag someone onto the path that you're walking right now. Unfortunately, as much as you want your friends and family to heal and to wake up, to consciously evolve, to grow, as much as you want these people on the Ascension timeline with you, it is their choice. And some people aren't meant to walk the Ascension path in this lifetime. Some people have more lessons to learn in a different lifetime. And so what's coming through is that Many people are going to start waking up, waking up to the truth in their relationships. And sometimes this truth can be very uncomfortable because I'm seeing people in different types of relationships. Again, this doesn't have to be romantic. It can be with in family and friends as well, but I can see the, the comfort, the comfort is comfortability a word. I hear people say it all the time and it kind of gives me the ick. Did I just say gives me the ick? It makes me feel weird. <laughs> I think I'm spending too much time around Gen Alpha. I used to think my kids were Gen Z, but they're not. They're Gen Alpha. So <laughs> too many, too many Gen Alpha 
isms in my brain right now. But why did it even say gives you the ick? Oh, comfortability. Okay, I got to look that word up after this. Um, but what I'm seeing is people have gotten comfortable and a bit complacent in their relationships. And they figure, I've been with this person for this long and you know I, I'm going to stay with them. There's nothing terribly wrong with this person. <laughs> like they're not a terrible person. They're not treating me poorly. And in some of these situations, you may need to actually do a little reality check or a little truth check <laughs> because you may not be you may not be treated. Um, you know, you may not be respected in, in your relationship, but I'm seeing for some relationships, there's not huge issues around being disrespected or mistreated. It's just that you are vibrationally on different paths. You're energetically on different paths. And so while you can't put your finger on it, there's something off. Things aren't clicking like they used to. There's just resistance. I'm just seeing the energies are just, they're off. Okay. They're, they're, you're just not on the same level right now. And I'm not saying this in a hierarchical way, like that you're better because you're choosing the Ascension path and you're choosing the Ascension timeline. It's just what you've chosen to do in this lifetime. It's not our place to judge which path is better. But oftentimes when people are on these different paths, then, and what I'm hearing is divergent paths, it's going to become more difficult to find common ground because I just see you going in two totally different directions. And I'm seeing your levels of consciousness and awareness just becoming very different. I'm seeing like, you know, one on one end of a scale and one on the other. And so that's going to affect your interests and how you choose to spend your time and the conversations that you want to have. And I'm hearing that there are some people listening to this who are craving deeper connections. Okay. They're craving more soul What's the word that's coming through? Soul nourishing partnerships, soul nourishing conversations. And I'm just sensing that some people are very depleted. They're they're depleted of these of the depth that they're they're searching for. And so if you are looking for a relationship right now, I feel like there are some of these relationships on the horizon, but you need to be available for these relationships. Okay. And again, this is not just romantic. It could be friendship. And I'm hearing that some people don't even realize it, but they're repelling partnerships. I'm seeing these fulfilling partnerships on like all around certain people but they're not even aware of these relationships, these people, the potential for partnership here and deep connection because they are being weighed down 
by different things. I'm seeing all these thoughts and mindsets. I'm seeing a lot of, and this is, keeps coming up, is this victim mindset. But a lot of people are feeling victimized in some way. And what I'm hearing is it's okay. That's normal to feel victimized. And everyone has felt like a victim at some point in their life. But they're showing me that this is holding certain people back from experiencing all the things that they want to experience in life, all the things they wish to manifest. I'm seeing this kind of victim mentality. And, you know, most people don't see themselves as a victim. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. But most people don't realize they have a victim mindset, I guess, is what's coming through. But it's just the little way, like be aware of the ways that you speak to other people. How, how do you speak about yourself? How do you view your life? It's important to start looking at the challenges and the obstacles that you are facing right now and look at them in a new way. See how they are forcing you to change and grow and evolve. Because if you are stuck on like seeing these challenges as being attacks from the universe and life is not fair and this and that, like all I'm seeing is people being stuck. I see the energy is very sticky here. I'm seeing people almost, they're showing me a visual of like, I don't know, is this like a cartoon? Like people are trying to step out of this it's like this sticky stuff all over the ground and it's like their foot comes up and it's like like all this sticky stuff they can they can't even lift their foot up to take a step and what they're showing me right now is that this is slowing you down on on that higher timeline that you want to be on okay it's this these thoughts these negative these victim kind of negative thoughts and again it's what I'm hearing is it's not about spiritually bypassing and being positive and love and light all the time. I actually hate when people say love and light, like when people, uh, sorry if you do this, but when people like, like send an email and say love and light on the bottom, like, I don't know, maybe I did this years ago, who knows, but it gives me the ick. I don't know. I just don't like it. That's just me, personal, personal opinion. And there's nothing wrong with love and light, obviously. <laughs> I love the love and I love the light. <laughs> but um, live the life you love. Uh, that just came into my awareness. This is, anyway, that's a, that's a whole other inside joke for someone who's not even probably listening to this pod, who definitely isn't listening to this podcast, but live the life you love. Um, but yeah, I'm all about people living the life that they love and I'm all about all the positive things. And I do think it's important to have a positive mindset, but we all, we we do need to acknowledge the difficulties. We need to feel the feelings. Okay. But what I'm hearing right now is that it becomes a victim mindset when you attach to the negative feelings. So what I'm seeing is people experiencing challenges and hardships. They're sitting in these uncomfortable emotions. And instead of then experiencing the uncomfortable emotions, feeling the feelings like journaling, doing like some different like techniques, I don't know, modalities, going to a therapist to talk about it, doing some healthy, you know, coping mechanisms or rituals so you can kind of 
I don't know, maybe manage if you're feeling very big emotions coming up that are very overwhelming to you, like seek professional help, of course, but it's important to feel the feelings. But then what I'm seeing is when you're meant to let them go, some people don't want to let them go. Okay. So they're attaching. I'm hearing like the reason they're attaching is because they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of what will happen when they let go of some of these victim stories. Okay. And let go of some of these emotions because they, maybe this victim story has kept them safe in some way. And I know this has come up before, but I am just channeling through what needs to be said today. I had zero plans for this podcast. I am actually on a big time crunch. I was like, I don't have time to do this podcast, but I feel like I need to open the records and see what comes through. So I had no idea what I was going to be talking about today, but Tina Turner is leading the way. Um, I'm seeing a visual of Tina with a big torch <laughs> leading the way for us today. Um, but yeah, this victim, you might be sick of me talking about this victim mentality, but it is not my job <laughs> to gatekeep the messages. I am just going to allow them to flow through me. Because obviously this is something that's still affecting people. People are still struggling with this. And it's really, I'm seeing it's creating a lot of blocks for people. So it's important to feel those feelings, but then don't attach to them. You need to let them go and trust that you are able to deal with everything life throws at you. You are strong enough. You are resilient enough. And you don't need these old victim stories to protect you anymore. They may have helped you get your needs met, but you don't need them anymore. And I think many of us can feel victimized. You know, I think, I, I think we're all feeling a bit victimized with what's going on in the collective. Like there are some days where I'm sure people are feeling like, what the heck? Why did I incarnate at this time? <laughs> it would have been way easier maybe to incarnate at a different time. Like we are living in a time that has had like unprecedented number, an unprecedented number of literal historical events, like things that they're going to be writing up in those history books. And some days just being a human being in this world can make you feel like a victim but being on the ascension path is about stepping into self-sovereignty it's about taking back your power you are not a victim and again we've been conditioned to feel victimized if you are a victim it means that your power has been taken away from you at some point Okay, you've had your power taken away from you. And I think we've all had our power taken away from us at different points in our lives. And even if you are going through a really smooth time in your life right now, and this might not be resonating, you're like, oh no, things are going well. Like I don't, I don't act like a victim. But what I'm hearing is even if you're going through a, an easier stretch right now, that some of your victim stories from your past are still there. Like I'm seeing they're still 
kind of dormant and they are still having an impact on how you show up in the world. Okay. They, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, when you are a victim, people don't expect a lot from you usually because you've been through something difficult. Okay. You are struggling. If you are showing up as a victim in your life. And again, this isn't to minimize the terrible things that people have gone through. The terrible, awful, horrible things. Okay. This is not saying that you don't deserve to be upset and you don't deserve to feel bad for yourself and feel all the wide range of emotions. That's not, that's not what is coming through. What is coming through today is that it's time for you to rise above that. Okay. It's time for you to step into your power. You don't need these old stories anymore. And if you are somebody who doesn't identify with what I'm saying today, you're being asked to dig deeper, to dig really deep and notice, just be honest with yourself, allow yourself to see the truth and to see the ways where you have played small, where you have given your power away because it's time to take it back. It is time to step into your power. Okay, how do we get here from what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? Oh, that song is going to be in my head all day long. So how do we get there from that? So I guess the message is that we need to start examining our relationships. And what I'm hearing is that certain people are not realizing it, but it's the relationships in their lives that are keeping them stuck and stagnant. Like you are feeling stuck at your job or you're not manifesting the things, you know, you want to bring into your life and you are not happy with your body or your physical health and you have low energy. What I'm hearing is for some people, <laughs> the root of your issues is your relationships. And I'm sure I've said this before, but I'm seeing this image of <laughs> two people and a cord attaching them. And I'm seeing the energy from one person directly fueling the other person. And there's no reciprocity. This is not a reciprocal reciprocal relationship. The energy is only going in one direction, filling this person up. And this person is great. They're living their best life. They're doing their thing. And you are depleted in every aspect of your life. But you are having difficulty getting ahead. And how could you get ahead? <laughs> your literal life force energy is literally being siphoned by another person for their personal gain. Again, this is very subtle. You are not going to see the person hooking up to you like a Tesla charger. I don't even know. It's kind of an image I'm getting right now. Um, or you may, if you're very clairvoyant, you may see that in your mind's eye. <laughs> 
But the ways that people can drain our energies can often be very subtle, often be very subtle. And we also have to acknowledge our own part in this. Okay, what I'm hearing is that phrase, you need to acknowledge, I don't even know how it goes exactly, like you need to acknowledge how you contribute to your own suffering. It's like you have a choice here. You have free will in, within your relationships. I hear this again. Why am I singing? I do not know. <laughs> but they are saying, you get to decide. This is what they're always telling me. You get to decide. And this is a new, this is your new mantra. Mantra, mantra, potato, potato. This is your new, I think mantra feels very Eastern Canadian. Mantra, dad. I'm going to go pick up my dad and say some mantras with him. Maybe you say mantra, my dad, and we will recite some mantras together. Whatever you want to do, you go pick up your dad or dad and, okay, I'm going to stop. Where was I? <laughs> your new mantra, mantra for 2024 is I get to decide. I get to decide. Okay. There have been so many areas of your life where you have been kept powerless or you felt powerless and you need to remind yourself that you actually have way more power then you realize you need to make that realization to fully step into your power, to reclaim it, to step into self-sovereignty, because that's what's going to be needed in the days ahead. You can't be looking outside of yourself. Okay. Always looking outside of yourself for everything. It's like all that you really need exists within. Like the love that you are searching for outside of yourself, that unconditional love Honestly, you need to find that within first. You need to cultivate that self-love. But many people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to look at their relationship with their self. They don't want to spend the time investing in themselves and cultivating self-love. It's easier to look outside of yourself because then when you look outside of yourself, then you can blame other people. Okay, like that relationship you know, they broke my heart and they didn't show up how I wanted them to show up. And now, you know, it's their fault. Okay. And we're moving into a time where taking responsibility is essential for us to step into our power. Personal responsibility I'm hearing is crucial. So if you are looking for loving relationships in your life, whether romantic or platonic, if you are not in a loving relationship with yourself, I'm hearing you're wasting your time. Wow, they're very, very blunt. You know what? I kind of love it. I kind of love the hard truth. Because um, I think we all need it sometimes. So your focus needs to be on yourself. And what they're saying is if you, you know, going back to people not feeling fulfilled in their relationships right now, whether friendship or 
romantic partner, family relationships, they're saying, well, <laughs> you, if you work on that relationship with yourself, you work on yourself, if you do things to personally develop and grow and work on fostering self-love, then it's going to change everything. Okay, it's going to transform your life and your relationships. They're just kind of showing me the law of attraction. So, they're, and they're showing me like that, if that relationship with yourself is not based on unconditional love, if you don't feel that love, and I'm seeing a lot of people's heart spaces closed. And uh, the heart is coming up so much lately. Okay, I've talking about it in my bridge 5D Akashic Records course um, that we that I taught the first class of last Sunday, which I'm loving. And what I've been shown in the records is that, you know, the, the heart is the portal to meeting our authentic selves. Okay, the heart is also the portal to the Akashic Records. Through my in my understanding, through my channeling, this is what I've received. But I've also learned that the heart is a portal back to the self. That authentic self, the truest, purest version of us. And what I'm hearing now is that many people, you can't have a loving relationship with yourself if you don't truly know yourself. And you may be listening and be like, oh, I know myself. Like, I've read some self-help books. (laughs) I've done some therapy. I've done some journaling. But they're saying, oh, no, honey, no, honey, you have, you think, you know, but you have no idea. Finger wag, finger wag, finger wag. (laughs) They're saying like, you have no clue. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. They're saying, um, they're showing me through opening the heart. I'm hearing heart Lotus. I don't really know a lot about the heart Lotus, but that's what I'm hearing. Seeing, I'm seeing the heart opening like a flower. And through that opening of the heart, that heart opening is going to be a portal to you connecting with your authentic self, with your highest self. And this is a version that is free from conditioning. Okay. It is you in your purest, truest form. And when you can connect with that version of yourself, that is when you will experience true unconditional love. So what does this all mean? They're saying for this year ahead, the focus needs to be on reconnecting with your authentic self, continuing on the healing path, with that intention of connecting with your authentic self and building a new relationship that is based on unconditional love. And when you can meet yourself and they're showing me like that involves the shadows, that involves, you know, on this journey back to the heart, you are going to see your shadows. And you may not like that. It may feel uncomfortable. But they were reminding you that 
there, where there is light, there is dark. And we all have shadows. And for you to move forward at this time on your desired timeline, and for you to receive everything that you want, for you to co-create the life of your dreams, you must acknowledge and accept your shadows. And, and by doing that, that is when you truly embrace who you are. Okay, so it appears that a major theme for 2024 is going to be on relationships. First, looking at the relationship with self. Um, that's the most important thing that if you want to focus on improving your relationship right now, don't try to focus on fixing. What I'm hearing is people are going to try to go around and fix, 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 fix. They're saying codependent, codependent, codependent. <laughs> no, they're saying you don't need to go out and micromanage and fix everything. They're saying put your attention and energy, focus it inwards, focus it on yourself. You can't control anybody else. You can't try to change them, allow people to walk their own path. Only control what you can control, which is not much, <laughs> but you can control where you put your energy and focus. And they just keep showing me, they're pointing an arrow back at yourself. That's where your energy and focus needs to be for this year is returning to yourself and meeting yourself and loving yourself unconditionally. And once you start doing that, you are going to see the relationships in your life change and shift and transform, which may mean letting go of some relationships, it may just mean that certain relationships change in the dynamics. And that can be a very positive thing. That can be extremely positive because sometimes when you are doing this work, it can trigger that in someone else. And I may have mentioned this before, but whenever I started to go on this path, my husband was not interested at all. And that was fine. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what would have happened if it stayed that way, but at the time being, I was fine with it. And I just kept this side of my, <laughs> the spiritual side of my life very separate. I didn't talk to him about it. Like may, maybe I'd randomly mention stuff, but I'd, for the most part, keep it very separate from my life with him. And I feel like a lot of our conversations at that time were pretty surface level, to be honest. And then over time, he just started his own path. Like he, he started on the spiritual path in his own time when it was right for him. And our relationship has, well, our relationship has gone through a lot of crazy ups and downs and shifts, twists and turns, but now our conversations are so deep. <laughs> we talk about everything. Our feel like we don't talk about much that's surface level anymore. I mean, I guess you have to if you're parenting, like, can you pick up this person? What are we having for supper tonight? Yeah, like of course that's gonna happen, but now we're talking about our feelings and 
healing and childhood traumas and all, you know, the deep stuff (laughs) and sharing vulnerably. And I honestly didn't imagine our relationship being able to evolve in this way, but it did. And I think it was important that I didn't try to force any of this. Like I didn't try to force him on to my path. I let him walk his path and eventually, you know, I'm seeing a vision now of our paths converging and that can happen. And that's not always going to happen. Relationships sometimes aren't going to converge. They're divergent on divergent paths. And so they need to end for everybody's highest goods. But sometimes you will be surprised and, you know, people will change and, People who you never think would ever want to join you on your path will. And that can also be a beautiful thing. So what I'm hearing is that just stay on your path. Again, don't try to change other people. Don't try to convince other people or persuade other people. I'm hearing you're wasting your breath. You're wasting your breath. It's the expression is it's falling on deaf ears. Just my grandmother used to say, save your breath to cool your porridge. That's what I'm hearing right now. Save your breath to cool your porridge. <laughs> Use that energy and direct it inwards. And I'm seeing that energy being directed to fill yourself up. And again, it's going back to that image they showed me about you, like your energy leaks. They're saying it's important for you to get clear right now the relationships in your life that are energetically taxing you. Where are your energetic leaks? They're showing me you need to patch those (laughs) suckers up. (laughs) And sometimes patching them up means literally cutting the cord and detaching from these people. And I'm seeing like, yeah, maybe it's just space, like putting up some boundaries. I know boundaries, again, keeps coming up, but... These messages obviously need to be repeated. You need to be, I'm hearing like some people need a cheerleader to tell them, yes, it's okay for you to set the boundary. You're not a bad person. You're a good person. Putting your, you've been conditioned to believe that putting yourself first makes you a bad person. That's because in your childhood, you were conditioned to put everybody else's needs first. And that's how you got love and validation. So they're saying that, of course, it's going to feel uncomfortable for you. You've been conditioned to be this way your whole life. They're saying you have to put yourself first. Put on your oxygen mask first, as cliche as it may sound. But they said it's the truth. And they said, we're going to keep repeating these messages all the live long day if people don't start listening and putting these things into action. They're, They're saying... That some people are listening to this podcast, hearing these messages on boundaries and are just, they're showing me a lot of resistance or that you think you're setting a boundary, but you're really not. You're like setting a boundary. They're saying like, it's not the hard, the hard thing isn't just setting the boundary, it's holding the boundary. That's the uncomfortable part. Because when you're holding the boundary, you have to like deal with people's reactions. 
And if they're negative, like, and, and they're showing me some people are going to be very covert. It's going to be very subtle. Like, oh, really? I was really looking forward to seeing you. We always do this. And, and oh, this is so, like, just like they're showing me some people not, like, lashing out at you. Because if somebody lashes out at you, it's almost like, okay, well, <laughs> that person deserved that boundary. Like, wow. But, you know, that can even, for people pleaser, like a negative reaction like that can also be very stressful, of course. But they're showing me that some people are going to be very covertly um, trying to make you feel bad. Like, and it's a form of manipulation. So, oh, really? I was really looking forward to that. Oh, I was counting on you. Oh, and I, what I'm being shown is that there's a lot of v victims. It's like this victim mentality thing. I don't know why this is such a big theme right now. But like their victimhood is being triggered when you set a boundary. And their fear of abandonment is being triggered when you set a boundary. And But you just need to lovingly set the boundary. You don't need to be a bitch. <laughs> you can set the boundary with love and care and concern but like when you set a boundary and and say why like I and I mean they're saying you don't always have to explain yourself but say you know thank you for this invitation but I need to stay home tonight because I am depleted and I need a night alone Oh, really? Well, I was really looking forward to watching a movie with you. Like, there's something, they're like, if you tell the person what, like, you know, they're, they're showing me, if you say to them, like, no, I can't do this. I need to take care of myself. And then they're still saying things like, that's not a good sign. That need, that means more boundaries need to be set and you need to revamp um, they're saying revamp, restructure the dynamics in that relationship because they're just showing me your energy flowing outwards. <laughs> we need to get that. Let's wrangle it in. Let's reel it in. We need to get that energy uh, pointing towards yourself, back towards yourself again. Okay, you need to be filling yourself up first. All right, was not expecting this to go this long at all. <laughs> with no plan to go into the records. Um, sorry, with no plan going into the records, I should say. And it's two, 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 my time. Oh my gosh. Two, 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 February 22nd. Oh my gosh. I got to screenshot this. That is a sign is a sign that this needs to end. And that's pretty amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> I keep seeing two, two, two everywhere, by the way. Um, but yeah, the two, two, two portal is today. Maybe I kept seeing it so much because it was trying to, sometimes you see angel numbers because they're angel numbers, but sometimes you're, you see numbers because it's alerting you to a specific date. So maybe something really good is going to happen today. I hope something very good happens to you today. And before I go, I just want to let you know that I have Reiki Master Training coming up March 3rd and 7th, and there will be pre-recorded modules as well as the two live classes, which will be all focused on the placements, ignitions, and healing experiences. I'm so looking forward to that. I am currently teaching the bridge. I suppose you could 
jump on if you wish. You missed the first session, which was a healing session that was removing blocks. Um, any blocks that you might have been subconsciously holding to entering the records and the replay is available on my platform. So if you are interested in joining, you could send me a DM or an email at oracolightworkerhealing at gmail.com and we might be able to get you in on this first cohort. As well, I will be teaching Reiki Level 1 and 2. Haven't solidified the dates yet, but I should be releasing in the next week or so. So be sure that you are signed up to my newsletter. Just go to the show notes and there is a link because that's where you can stay up to date on all of my offerings. But yes, I hope you are doing well. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you here next week. Same time. No, wait, what is it? Same place. (laughs) Same-ish time. Bye.